in the history of television. It's never been so funny, so dramatic, so totally mind-blowing. Wow, 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 wow. Sunday, television's greatest night is the biggest live event of the year. One, two, one, two, three. Watch the best of the best face off. Jimmy Kimmel hosts the Emmys. You don't watch, we're not friends anymore. Live Sunday, 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific on ABC. How are we doing, Red Sox Nation? The Red Sox win a wild one in Toronto today, uh, putting the finishing touches on a terrific road trip. We'll talk all about that and look forward to the upcoming homestand all this week on Red Sox Rap 360. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. God bless America. God bless America. Everybody's proud to be an American today. That's right. Got to come into something patriotic here. The 15-year remembrance of 9-11-01. We definitely have all the people that lost loved ones and lost their lives in our minds today, as well as all the first responders that were going into the building right. when everybody was running out and uh, all those who perished and all those who still uh, suffer from uh, you know, complications from that day. And thank you to everyone that is uh, always protecting all of us and uh, keeping this land free. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, what a way to open a show. I mean, uh, patriotic feelings for America's team, the Boston Red Sox, you know? Put their finishing touches on a 6-3 and three road trip. Gotta love it. Uh, this is another edition of Red Sox Rap 360. I'm Mike Conley alongside Michael Rippey. Two That's mics right. in the house tonight. How you doing, Mike? Good. And you guys can find me on social media at Mike Rips all over Twitter and Instagram. Please hit them up on Twitter during the show. Let us know. I mean, they got to hit know, up one of us. Yeah. This is our weekly discussion on all things Red Sox. So if you want to stir it in a different direction, you can do that. You can text him. You can hit us up on the YouTube chat room. We'll be looking at that, into that. But crazy game today, 11 to 8 in the Rogers Center. Big poppy David Ortiz with the deciding blow, hitting a three-run bomb, his 32nd of the year. That put the Sox up 10-8. His 535th career home run, passing Jimmy Fox. Incredible. I think that puts him where on the all-time list? 18th. 18th. Yep. That's right. And the three ribbies, that, that's uh, 110 ribbies. So a record for him as well, yeah? Well, a record for a 40-year-old. Well, yeah. another record, yeah. Beating uh, Dave Winfield's 108 RBIs. And he still has what? Three weeks to go to add to this uh, new record. He sure does. What an incredible uh, career and season by uh, one more year, David Ortiz. One more year. No, he's yeah. hanging him up. Are we I sure? mean, the dude's getting this dude's getting you know surfboards and parkas this week, and you know ten thousand dollars for his uh, his charity fund. So you know he's got to hang him up. But uh, it was uh, you know quite a barrage today. Uh, two other home runs. Hanram went deep today, as well as Jackie Bradley. Hanram's 23rd and Jackie Bradley's 24th. But you got to like these Red Sox, you know? I mean, take two out of three from Toronto. A week ago, they were two two games behind Toronto, and now they are two games ahead of Toronto. Well, Toronto had a tough week. Boston's had a good week. Uh, so we've seen a little flip-flopping there. The AL East is tightening, though. So. Bunching up. 
bunching up. up. And it's a big week ahead. We'll get to that later, but it's it's getting tight. It's huge. And you know the way they do the schedules now, this is what makes it awesome, you know, it because does. the Red Sox from here on in play nobody but ALE's teams. Incredible. You know? It's fantastic. So it's very bunched up. I mean, we were uh, kind of referring to the East early in the season as the black and blue division. We really thought there was going to be a bunch of teams in the playoff picture. And, you know, one team we were hoping to stick a fork in by this time is the New York Yankees. Unfortunately, they have won seven out of eight and uh, the hottest team in baseball. And they're only four back of the Red Sox right now. So in fe- so it's very bunched up in the AL East. You got the Red Sox, then you got Baltimore and Toronto two games back, tied with each other. Yeah, and then you got the Yanks four games back. Yep. everybody's in the uh, in the wild heart. card mix. So it's good. I mean, this is really the the division if you like races. I mean, all the I mean, you look at uh, the Central. That's kind of you know, Cleveland's got like a Cleveland, six game seven lead. games up right now. Yeah. They got that, and then in, out west, you've got Texas with a nine game lead over Houston. So mm-hmm. uh, if you're looking for uh, contending races towards the end, you're looking at the AL East. It's going to be fun baseball. I know football kicked off today. Okay. But listen, folks, there's still some very good Red Sox baseball that you should be a part of. Yeah, any sports fan, and you know how we do in Massachusetts, the uh, Patriots are playing now, but uh, the Red Sox are in the uh, thick of it. And uh, September is such an exciting month as a, as a baseball fan, as a sports fan. Yeah. I love Star Drew. You turn tuning in with us live. You know, you just mentioned that he's one behind Mickey Mantle. So, you know, as should be in the hierarchy of great players in this game, it will soon be. You know, David Ortiz, so, Mickey Mantle, as well as it should David be. Ortiz, where do we think he lands as far as how many more home runs can he hit this season? Well, he's going to land somewhere between – he's going to overtake Mantle, but then Mike Schmidt's too far. Ahead. Too far. So he's going to wind up between Schmidt and Mantle. Yeah, so Ortiz probably adds – he probably adds three, four more home runs this, this season. Oh, Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say six. Six? Yeah. I mean, because work, if he gets I mean, six, then you're talking 38. He could get to 40 in his, his 40-year-old season. Be sick. Incredible. Be sick. Uh, so they've been, aside from today, uh, they have been getting some good pitching today, good pitching up until today. Today was kind of a, a bloodbath. Both teams combined for six home runs, six lead changes, and 18 pitches they used. Well, both teams, yeah. In this series, I mean, Toronto and Boston are both made of a ton of just tremendous major league hitters. So a lot of power, a lot of offense to be expected uh, between these two teams when they get together. And so I wasn't surprised to see the runs put up. Yeah, I mean, I I, I was uh, happy. It seemed like we got Josh Donaldson at the right time. He kind of had a little over 20 stretch mm-hmm. that kind of carried this series. So that was great to see. Uh, and he, it's almost like his teammate might be splitting the votes with him as far as MVP votes because Edwin Encarnacion, he went deep he twice, twice today. And so that I think that gives him like 39 bombs well, or something like that. That's, the thing. that's what I was saying about the hitters. I mean, you look down the lineups on both ends. And uh, and Toronto even and Tulowitzki today with the grand slam. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at two offensive powerhouses, but Boston's lineup from top to bottom yes. is uh, something to really, really appreciate because you, everyone can do something uh, to you at the plate. Absolutely. I mean, just look at their bottom three today. They um, uh, Brock Holt was one for two, with two runs scored, walked three times. Uh, Jackie Brad, uh, 
Sandy Leone in the eight hole was one for three, the run and RBI and another walk. And uh, then Jackie Bradley with his home run is 24th yeah. of the year, two and that, for four. And that's that's my point. Jackie Bradley's hitting ninth. Right. He's got 24 home runs. He had crept as high as like five or six for a while, but then he was in a little bit of a lull. Yep. So they put him back down to nine, and he's starting to come out of that. Uh, hopefully we're going to get uh, Xander Bogarts out of his lull. He's dipped under 300. He's like, at 299 right now, but he, he had, had two, two hits for today. Five today yeah, two so. for five. And he did have two hits and a home run on Friday night too. So hopefully that guy's getting going because coming into the series on the road trip, he was hitting four for 23 on the road trip. So – that's not so good. So we got to get him going. Uh, PD is scorching, uh, just ridiculously uh, on the on the uh, road trip. Eighteen for thirty eight. So and the guys, good, hit, right? Oh yeah, that's pretty damn good. That's almost five hundred. Okay. And he's hitting over four fifty since uh, he was put in the leadoff spot. I mean, that kid just keeps raking. And Hanram today had an absolute seed to center field. I mean, and it was funny, like the the. The stadium was still kind of echoing from uh, Encarnacion's blast, mm-hmm. you know, which was like exit velocity 104, 440 feet. So what does Handram do before those, uh, you know, died down? You know, he leads off the inning with an absolute shot to shot. center. Exit velocity 111, 444 feet. So I'll do you one better there. You can run around with your parrot on the arm, and I'll just hit a shot. And we'll win the game. Well, Rogers it? Center is uh, a great stadium when it gets rocking and the fans are into it and it's loud. And That's what I hear. So when uh, you've got a good game and, and the Blue Jays have been respectable now the last few years, so they've got they've got the fans coming out. And when you know you've got a big series late in September, early September, it's exciting. It's like it's 1992 again up there. Crazy, <laughs> Joe <laughs> yeah. Carter. Uh, oh yeah, um, but y- the. Clay Buckholtz kind of got rocked today. Uh, you know, it was it was unfortunate. Uh, only went three innings, giving up six runs, all of them earned. And, you know, it's the old bugaboo coming back to hit him uh, because it's the home runs, which he gave up two today, and the walks, and he walked four today. And it's like he was going so good before that when they put him back to the uh, bullpen and he was getting spot starts. In his last 12 games, he was 3-1 and one with an ERA of 2.21, so coming into today. So he's not a lost cause, and he's somebody we're going to need because Stephen Wright, we're not sure about him. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of guys injuring themselves when they slide back into a base, Brock Holt. And like it, it reminded me of Stephen Wright, you know, <laughs> pinch running in LA uh, weeks ago when Brock Holt did it today and he hurt his shoulder. I was like, oh, here we go again. But he ended up staying in the game long enough to try and steal home and he was thrown out, you know, stealing home. I believe it would have been the first steal of home since uh, Ellsbury in the Bronx a few years back. Oh, yeah. Gotta love it. Um, so the Red Sox are playing good baseball, you know. We say all the time that all about baseball is winning series. So today marks the Red Sox fourth straight win of a series. Mm-hmm. So and that you just got to keep on That's keeping right. on doing that. Um, you know, and it's like different guys stepping up. You know, it's like now that Bogey's not doing so good, and you know, Poppy's obviously coming out of his slow time. Travis Shaw's looking to turn things around now. Once Mankata came up and kind of put the heat on him a little bit, he's hitting a lot better now. Uh, but you know, for me, it is about winning series, and the, and the, the Red Sox have been doing that. It's not about the hitting because I think the hitting is going to be there for for the Sox. It's about the pitching, right, and the consistency. 
throughout the uh throughout the one through five not just you know at the top absolutely absolutely so we love having michael rippy here with us this week he, he won't be with us next week because obviously the emmys are on you know the emmys help us keep the lights on in this place you know that that's right the emmys do keep the lights on and in the history of television it's never been so funny so dramatic or so good think about the shows that are on this season there's house of cards modern family downtown abbey game of thrones what else blackish i love that show though homeland better call saul another one of my favorites veep transparent silicon valley which you could have caught me on that after show mr robot unbreakable kimmy schmidt i mean really there's a golden age of television right now. And oh yeah, don't forget the Americans, Transparent and Master of None. And on Sunday, September 18th, television's greatest night is the biggest of live event of the year. You can watch the show that celebrates great television, the Emmy Awards. There's no better night to watch the best of the best face off and see if your favorite shows win. Plus, you can see what everyone's wearing on the red carpet. Who looks as hot in real life? As they do on their shows, I know that's something I'm interested in. So be there when one of the funniest men on television, Jimmy Kimmel, he is one of the funniest He is very funny. He is funny. Hosts the Emmys live Sunday, September 18th, 7 o'clock Eastern, 4 o'clock Pacific on ABC. Yeah. Coincidentally, we are going to have to bump uh, Matt Damon tonight as well. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. So come back next week. Matt Damon will not be appearing. Hey, you know, next week, Matty boy. Um Yes, that I mean, you get, definitely got to tune in to the Emmys, Absolutely. you know, certainly right after Red Sox Rap 360, but um, it is a golden age of television, you know, and how can you root for, uh, vote for just one of those terrific shows you would just mention? Agreed. It is difficult, but Agreed. I know what you can vote for, and that is Red Sox Rap 360 with Mike Conley. Do it. Vote for and, iTunes. And when guys... You- if Monday morning when you're on the treadmill and you're listening to the dulcet tones of Mike Rippey, boom. You know? Give us a vote. Give us a vote. Give us a five star. Leave a comment. Also, try to give instructions on how you can get Mike Conley a Twitter handle. Whoa, whoa, man. Trying to get you some That's help here. You know, that brings me to an interesting point. Dustin Pedroia, you know, he hit in all games this weekend. So he's hitting 29 straight games versus the Toronto Blue Jays. All right? And that's the most of any major league player of all time. Okay, he broke the record of twenty-seven on Friday night by what former Red Sox player? If you know that, hit us up uh, on the, uh, chat the chat room on the YouTube. And if not, I'll tell you uh, before we leave. But you know, got me thinking. No that. social media is a hint. Okay. 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 But uh, the kid's hot. You gotta love it. Uh, boom! Another. And we were talking about who's turning a corner last week on the show, and this back end of the rotation really kind of step up. And it's Eduardo Rodriguez. He had like a no-hitter into the eighth a few weeks ago, like last week, versus the A's. I didn't get too excited about that one uh, because the A's are kind of a JV squad. I was actually more encouraged by his latest outing versus Toronto on Saturday. He took the loss. But he went six innings, only and gave up three runs. Two of them earned. The boys didn't play that very, very good uh, D farm. But you know that kid is turning a corner. And you know, ever since he went down and like got it figured out where he wasn't tipping his pitches, he, he's he's been uh, he's been looking good. You so. know, what? and speaking of pitching, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about Rick Parcello. We he got sure his tw- would. Twentieth win. Twentieth win. First major league twenty game winner. That's right. It's an incredible season by him. Mm-hmm. First Red Sox. Uh, 20 game winner since Josh Beckett back in 07. 
So it's been a while. So yeah, 20, 20 game winners don't come around too often anymore. No, and I think it's definitely a surprise coming from Porcello. Yeah, I mean, you got to look. Hanram is scorching right now, and Porcello, you got to wonder if this happened last year, would Ben Charrington still be the general manager of the Boston Red Sox? Because those are two guys he brought in mm-hmm. and obviously paying defend, uh, dividends for the 016 edition of the Boston Red Sox. Um, you know, as very another impressive staff of Porcello, despite him being undefeated at uh, Fenway this year, is it was his ninth straight start. His ninth straight start going at least seven innings and allowing three earned runs or fewer. That's the first run of that magnitude uh, for the Red Sox since Pedro in 2000. Anytime that you're in a stat with Pedro, it's a good stat. It is. It is. He's the man. Oh, four or five. Um, one thing I did want to say about Erod is, you know, he's kind of had some tough luck losses. He's, you know, rolling at two and seven right now. And uh, in his last eight starts, the Red Sox have only scored 19 runs for him. So they got to score a little bit more for him. You know, I mean, Ricky P leads the AL in run support. In run support. Let's, you know, spread, spread a little of that over to Erod. It's interesting to me when you watch baseball, and if you watched it for a long time, how there are certain guys as pitchers that they get run support, and it just seems like it's always, they're always getting the runs with them. And there are certain guys, and it usually happens to guys with good stuff and whatnot, but they just never get the run support. It's like consistent. Right. It's like the, the the guys know that they have such a good pitcher that for some reason it filters into the the offensive part of the game somehow. Yeah. Like I, I don't know that there's a there's a way you can actually define that, but the, I, I see it. There must be some advanced save metrics. There, but you just is, sometimes you feel like it happens consistently with certain guys, and, and maybe it's a season thing with a certain guy or whatnot. But it's interesting how that happens. Like guys get more comfortable, or they just. It's a different I don't know how it happens like that, but mm. he definitely got the run support the other night as the Sox won thirteen three in his start on the first, in the first game of the series Friday night. Uh yeah, they've been scoring for him. No doubt about it. How many how many games this week did we uh do we get um double digit uh run totals? You know, I think that was the only one of the week. There's oh there today, was two, right? Today and, and Toronto fr- on Friday. Yeah. Yeah, but in the San Diego series, no, that was the that was low scoring. That was pretty low scoring. We beat them seven to two on Wednesday, five to one, and then lost a two to one when Edwin Jackson pitched like it was twenty ten. All of a sudden, he's been absolutely garbage this year. He's gone. He goes seven innings and strikes out eleven. Red Sox, the sole sole uh, home run, uh, the sole run for the Red Sox on a Chris Young home run. Another guy who's kind of heating up a little bit. That was a home run on his thirty third birthday. So happy birthday, Chris Young, on that one. Uh, he's getting it done out there and left. And you know, so that's still kind of looking. L- Platoonish, you know, where he's going to play against lefties. He hits lefties. He hits lefties. He rakes them, and he's going so good now. He's going to see some righties, uh, but and then Holt will play a lot first righties. Uh, hopefully, if that shoulder checks out, uh, another place with this kind of a platoon situation blossoming is third base, and uh, Aaron Hill still going to get his share of the lefties out there. And then it was looking uh, a week, week and a half ago, like maybe T. Shaw was going to take a back seat to. One Yoan Moncada. Number one prospect in baseball. Number one prospect in baseball. But that's just it, a prospect. Because now that he's up here, they kind of figure him out a little bit. He started off pretty hot, but he has struck out nine consecutive times. That's not good. 
and, and that's that's one thing he can't hit a breaking ball, so he's got to learn how to you know hit a breaking ball, mm-hmm. and uh, that'll be good once he figures that out. Could be a monster, but the he pinch ran on Friday, excuse me, on Saturday, and it was like tight game, three to two game. Pinch runs for Ortiz in the eighth, two outs, and the, uh, Mookie hits a little drooper over the second baseman's head, and he stops halfway from first to second with two outs. And like is like jogging back and forth. That's terrible. Yeah, that, that that's, can't happen. That that's awareness. You gotta you gotta be aware. Know the the situation. That's... I am, I'm not physically fit at all. <laughs> but you know, you it's why good. I st- stayed down for the opening uh, patriotic song. But you know, it wasn't a, a social uh, thing at all. But uh, you know, it, I know that you run with two outs. You know, dudes playing softball know that you run with two outs, mm-hmm. you know, that are running with a beer in their hand. Mm-hmm. This kid who, like you said, is the number one prospect in all of baseball, he's got to know that. He does. So Farrell said it was addressed, and he, I think he said it will continue to be addressed. So Good. that that's – and, you know, it, maybe it's just a situation where we were too spoiled uh, because, you know, our other – you know, young rookie call up from about a month ago, Andrew Penatendi came up and he just knows all the little things, you know, and it's just very sure. smooth, you know. And uh, actually, he's going to be coming back. He's on the horizon. Uh, word is he's going to get some uh, at bats in a sim game versus Henry Owens, among others, on Tuesday uh, at Fenway. So we'll be looking forward to that because it'd be nice to get him back in the mix. Uh, you know, maybe he can put some heat on Jackie Bradley Jr. because he could play some center maybe versus some lefties and give Jackie a break versus some of the tougher lefties because the kid can't do that. He's, uh, you know, a center fielder by trade. What what were you going to say? I felt like I cut you off. You you did not. Uh, I was just thinking, you know, there's uh, almost an embarrassment of riches of young talent on Boston Red Sox right now. It is. It is. Um... It is an embarrassment of riches, but if for some reason the Red Sox can't groom their own pitches. It's odd that I use the, uh, the, the, the word groom because one of the best pitching prospects right now is down the mine is Justin Groom. So we'll see. We'll see how he comes out. But if we just have to trade and you know pillage off the Marlins and Padres of the year, look for us to get Jose Fernandez in the offseason, um, then that's what we'll do. And just continue to groom incredible bats like Xander Bogots and Mookie Betts. You know, it's just what we'll do. It's just what we'll did do. I, did I really get a mention about Jose Fernandez here? Yeah. <laughs> well, Dave Dombrowski's going to do a little pluck in the offseason. <laughs> pluck! And, and then uh, the Red Sox rotation next year will be looking like... That would be something. Price? Fernandez? Who is the number one starter right now, by the way? You know... I mean, Ricky P, as good as he's been doing, <laughs> I mean, David Price has been cruising right along, you know? He's been fantastic. And, like, the trans transition of him from a thrower to a pitcher is happening right before our eyes. And I know there's a lot of, you know, boo birds out there that say, oh, well, his career in the playoffs is like this. And like he said in his introductory press conference, I'm saving all my wins for the Red Sox. Boom. Boom. And that he will be doing that, but you know, in a situation where I think uh, I'd I like Porcello at Fenway. Obviously, the guy's undefeated this year. So if it's a situation where I would arrange it where Porcello can pitch at Fenway as much as possible, 
Let's fast forward a few weeks here. Okay. Let's say it's October. Who Ooh. do we want October. in the first round playoff series? Would you rather be facing Cleveland and one Terry Francona-led baseball team? Wow. With quite a group of pitchers? Mm-hmm. Or would you rather face the Texas Rangers? Because I mean, that's what we're looking at. Yeah. Well... You know, I'm going to give my Bill Belichick response on this one. It really doesn't matter. I mean, we got one team in mind, and that's the Baltimore Orioles when they come here for four coming up this week. Uh, all right, that's my true response. Off the record, probably the Rangers, just because Cleveland is like, I'm kind, I am kind of root for Cleveland. Sure, well, I figured, yeah. Because of Tito. Yeah, of course. And Mike Napoli. And, you know, they have a little bit of maybe a mystique brewing. A little it. Yeah. And I think that uh, Texas... You know, once you get past Darvish and Hamels, they can be had. And I think their bullpen can be had. So I think when you look at Cleveland, they can go four deep pitching-wise. You know, and Andrew Miller, you know, and the way Tito uses Andrew Miller, it's like I've been chomping at the bit for years now, and to anybody who listened, to get a, get the the save stat out of baseball and That's just right. make everything holds. So it's like you, you it's the best face and the best. You know, it's like on Saturday when they didn't bring on Osuna and they had Jason Grilly come pitch the eighth and we had uh, Bogats, Poppy, and Betts up, I was licking my chops. I was like, we're going to win this. Mm -hmm. But Grilly's reborn for some reason. I don't know. It's crazy. But uh, you know who uh, Poppy hit that home run off today was uh, Joaquin Benoit, Mm -hmm. who hasn't given up a home run. Uh, oh, it hasn't given up a run since joining the Blue Jays till today. You know, oddly enough, he's been pretty effective for them. And oddly enough, that's the second career home run of uh, David Ortiz off of him. The first one, the game time grand slam in the uh, 013 ALCS. You may remember that when the right field went ass over T Kettle oh, over and the, the cop was like this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Woo! What a game. <laughs> what a game. So, yeah, looking ahead, uh, full slate of games this week. We are in the friendly confines of Fenway Park. That's right, seven games at home. That's right. So we got four versus Baltimore. I think it, is, it, is it four with Baltimore or three with Baltimore, four with the Yankees? Let's take a look here, Michael. And You're right. You're right. It is three with Baltimore and then four with the Yankees. Coincidentally, the last game with the Yankees uh, will be... Uh, the Sunday night game, 8 p.m. ESPN. So we'll be on Sorry. an hour later next week, uh, midnight-ish Eastern. So just remember that. And, and so far, the, the Red Sox... You'll be at the Emmys. I will. I'm yeah. trying to see the hottest people in real life. Yeah. The the Red Sox are 7-5 and five this year against the Yankees, 4-6 and six against Baltimore. So which is the tougher matchup this week for the, for the squad? Well, I mean... The Yankees are scorching right now. They are. So I'm hoping they can maybe cool off a little bit in the first half of this week before they come into town. Uh, Baltimore, you know, they've really, you know, been holding their starting rotation 
together with, you know, scotch tape and bubble gum, you know, all this year. And Tillman's a little dinged up, but he's coming back. But, like, Gossman is finally kind of reaching his potential for them. Uh, Dylan Bundy, you know, the former, like, number one overall pick, mm-hmm. he's starting to, like, kind of come into his own a little bit there, too. Uh, they'll get to see uh, old friend Wade Miley coming up on Monday versus Drew Pomerantz. Then they'll get Bundy versus Price on Tuesday and Porcello on the Wednesday night baseball game versus the aforementioned Kevin Gosman. You'd like to see the Red Sox win the series against Baltimore for sure, especially using David Price and Rick Porcello in the series. Oh, yeah. So you got to take two out of three from them. Also because if, if you don't take two out of three, that means that Baltimore is at least going to close the one game before it's, Boston heads to New York or, or faces New York. It's true. For four and... I think right now, with the way that the the Yankees have been playing with this new uh, bunch of young players in the lineup, that uh, if you can get uh, if you can get a split with the Yankees, that wouldn't be great. You'd like to go three uh, one, but if if you win the series with Baltimore and you get the split with the Yankees, you probably hold serve and and that would be a solid week if you go let's say five and three. Uh, you'd four like to three. go four and four, three. Four and three. Okay, that's right. Sorry, four and three. But I'm five, pulling five for and five two. and two. I agreed. Agreed. Five and two. You know, you uh, want to win every series. Keep absolutely. doing it. Absolutely. Two four, out of three from four, Baltimore. Four game series are, are tough, they especially are tough. when you're with a rival. But yeah, you'd you'd like to. You'd definitely like to see a five and two week. That would that would be nice. But it's it's just an exciting time of the year for sure. Let's just take a quick look at the uh, the pitching matchups in that series. Uh, you have Erod. Going against Tanaka, who's who, been great for who them. Who has been resurgent. Yes. It's pretty incredible. Uh, that, that'll that be Thursday, Friday. Clay Buckholz get another chance for some kid, Sessa, that I have Sessa, yeah. Okay. And then who's Mitchell? Brian Mitchell, another young. I mean, the Yankees, Yankees are pitching all young guys, everything. Crazy. He'll go against Pomerantz, and then Price will come back again. Uh Versus CC Sabathia, what I, a matchup that would be in '09. I think the most exciting thing I think about the uh, that series that's coming up at the end of the week between the the Red Sox and the Yankees is just that we're starting to get into a new era of Red Sox Yankees baseball where the rivalry really has died down over the last few years, mm-hmm. but it may start to kick up again with the with the Red Sox fully young now and the Yankees quickly turning into a younger team. It's happened overnight for New York. I know, and so it'll be interesting to see this this series just with the young the young guys on both sides. And now that it surprisingly will mean something for both teams. Yeah, I mean, you got to hand it to Cashman; he really did great at the deadline, you know. And you know, getting rid of Chapman and Miller for made him, you know, he had probably one of the worst ten farm systems in all of baseball, and now he's got probably one of the top five, which just from two trades. And the, the, surpri- the surprising thing about the farm system thing is that was the that was the that was beauty, and then somehow it looks like New York is playing meaningful baseball with a bunch of young guys. I mean, they they cast off Alex Rodriguez, they they got rid of. They're not playing to share as much, and so you wouldn't have expected New York to to even be competitive. Yeah, that kid Gary Sanchez is going off. He was the August AL Player of the Month. Uh, we were thinking Mookie had a pretty good August. He was July, so I think they're trying to spread it around a little bit. And not just, you know, the figure he'll be told so, the MVP hardware at the end of the year. That's right. So. so that'll be at the end of the week. So tell us. You told us about the uh, the Dustin Pedroia hit streak. It reached 29. Mm-hmm. Someone so guessed. So he broke it. Somebody had 27. Someone guessed who yeah, it was. Yeah, that's our boy, Star Drew, you know. I Is mean, he right? When in, when in doubt, 
who do you guess? You guess the Spended Splinter Teddy Ball game, obviously. Legend. But uh, it wasn't him. It was actually, and why no social media was a hint, was Jerry Remy. Ooh. It was Jerry Remy. Who, Legendary uh, broadcaster for oh, the San yeah. Diego Padres. Wow. That's Don Osilla you're thinking of, oh. you jerk. Jerry Remy, uh, still doing both Sox games, although not as many as we would like. You know, I wonder why. It's pretty bad. I don't know why. I wish I knew why. Nesson's doing I'll, some... I, I think they just I'll don't t- want people to I'll, enjoy watching a baseball I'll tell game you anymore. I'll tell you when we're done with the show. Okay. It was good to see old friend Don Osillo who came out and, uh, at the tribute to Big Poppy and gave him the surfboard. And, I miss you know, Don Osillo and Jerry Remy so together. Good. So good. They were. They were just such a great pair. Perfect. And I guess they were just too perfect. Nesson had to get rid of them. I, I mean, it's really sad. Mm-hmm. You know? They they were, you know, Jerry isn't the felon. It's his kid. Why should he pay? Well, you know, why should we all pay? It's all right, craziness. Well, there it is. <sighs> oh boy, I'll tell you. All right. <laughs> Seems like it's a good time. To, you think? Uh, good time. Tell you, we'll see you guys next week. You think? Yeah. Is there anything you want to say before we? It's been take a off? blast. Yeah, get it. Get a social media. Get a Twitter handle. Come on now. And right. uh, the worst of luck this week. But it was Jerry Remy. That's good. So remember, gang, we are on uh, one hour later next week. So just be advised of that. Uh, if you haven't had enough of the handsome and eloquent Michael Rippey, he'll be coming up uh, very shortly on Dodgers Rap 360. Check can't him get out enough on baseball. That. That's right. Let's do it. We're going to talk about the Dodgers next. You can't. We'll do, we'll do that. But, gang, thanks for tuning in. For Mike Rippey, I am Mike Conley. This has been another edition of Red Sox Wrap 360. Go Sox. Thanks for tuning in, gang. Thank you. God bless America. God bless. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.